when you really just want to know what's really going on when you want to voice your opinion regardless of who feelings you hurt when you want to talk about and speak the things that you know everybody else is thinking and maybe they're just not bold or brave enough to say it well guess what when you enter the climax zone all filters are off i'm gonna say what i feel like saying i'm gonna talk about what i want to talk about and if my tea happens to spill over on your doorstep own it or not you don't have to own it because nobody will know i'm talking about you unless you bark like the hit dog you are <laughs> welcome to the climax zone let's get down to the tea Welcome to the climax zone. 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 Yes, 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 yes. It is your girl. It is I, she, her, Miss Climax. And for the friends, Latoya. Um, it's been a minute. When was the last podcast? I don't know, y'all. I had so much going on today, last week, and so forth and so forth. But I'm back. And this particular, these next couple of months, I'm trying something new. Instead of streaming live on Facebook, now I'm streaming live on my YouTube, The Climax Zone, and my Twitter. Let's see how faithful and loyal y'all are. Get out Facebook and go to YouTube and subscribe to my YouTube channel so you can see what's going on. I also have my trusty, The Climax Zone, phone with me today. So if y'all want to call in, have questions, all that good stuff, want to join the party, you can call me on the phone. The number is scrolling down at the bottom. Or you can tell me you want the link, and I'll send you the link and let you ask your question live. I am so honored. When I tell y'all, like, these, I'm, I'm, June was, was lit. July is lit. I'm already booked for, uh, for August, which is lit. We starting on the September calendar, which is going to be lit. But each and every individual that comes up here, for one, I'm so honored because they could be anywhere else and they agreed to come to the climate zone. So I'm not gonna hold y'all. I'm gonna bring this legend up because before let me tell y'all something. When I had Megan knees, y'all know I got a torn meniscus right now, so I ain't got Megan knees no more. When I had Megan knees, you couldn't tell me nothing when I heard that come on, baby, get them daisies. Look at that girl with the daisy juice though. Man, my dude, my days of dude is better than everybody in my circle. <laughs> so without further ado, I'm going to bring the one and only, the Mr. L.A. Snow. Yo, <laughs> what's happening? Oh, oh. <laughs> what's up, baby girl? 
I am so happy you are here. I am so happy you are here. First of all, not, I'm going to say we got the same last name. So that, already was, well, well, that, that puts you on fire already. You good. Right. So I already know you good, but I already know your face called good. <laughs> I am. It's just an honor for me because um, as I was telling Uncle Head, mm. I always like to give, give, give people their flowers. So right. we to have an opportunity to give back and show love to all y'all legends. And for y'all to accept the flowers and say, sure. Right. Over to, you know, they didn't say your little podcast, but I was saying, right. they said they'll come over into my podcast. It makes me feel like I'm doing something good. So, for the, ones I'm that, for the ones that still breast smell like Similac, go on, let these people know who you are. <laughs> it's your boy, L.A. Snow, uh, A Town to L.A. We in A Town right now, but uh, oh, I'm getting some background. Uh, you know, Daisy Dudes, what's up, what's up, baby daddy, raise the roof, you know, boss of base, A Town, stay down. Yes, legend, 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 base legend. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, I guess my first question would be, um, how did you get started? Uh, uh well, the original song, the first actual record that I recorded was Daisy Dukes, that was my legit first, uh, uh, public release, I guess you want to say. I, I mean, all through high school, I used to rap and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, anybody at high school probably knew, say, what are you going to do online? Oh, he probably going to do music. I mean, because that, that's what I did. Beatboxing the halls, just all that old crazy stuff. And uh, so with Daisy Dukes, um, I was actually getting out of the military. So that's how I ended up in the South down here was the military. Um, and I ended up hooking up with a cat who was just getting out. It was a guy on post and people kept thinking he was my brother. And uh, they said, Jay, you got a brother on this pole? I said, no, I literally don't know nobody on this end of the coast. I had no family here, no nothing. So uh, they were like, man, I'm telling you, you got a brother up here. So we ended up meeting and everything. We just clicked off and kicked it. And he's originally from a place called uh, Belle Glaze, Florida, which is like right below Miami, I believe. And um, I had never heard of it. So we literally sat on his porch one day and kind of wrote out Daisy Dukes. And um he said he knew some people back in Florida where we could kind of record or whatever. I'm like, okay, let's go down there. So we literally hopped in the car, 10 and a half hours, rode to some some town. It was, like I said, it was Bell Glaze. And I'm literally felt like I had stepped back in time. I'm talking about like sugar cane, these cats walking around with no shoes on. And I was like, I'm like, damn, where the hell I'm at? And it, it, it really felt like I was back in time. But so we went to this cat's house, and uh, if you know music, we literally recorded Daisy Dukes on the four track. So anybody who got any mute right, anybody who know anything about recording everything, damn, y'all did all on four, four tracks. Vocals, the beat, ad-libs, background, leads, now let me ask four you, tracks. Let me ask you this, because my experience as a beginner artist when I first ever recorded, I remember complaining about being in something that was almost as big as a closet. Yeah, that's what it was. A hot box sweating. So I want to know yeah. how did I record it. What? Yeah, it was it was actually in the cat's bedroom. Um, I don't even think we we're in a closet. Enough, just an open mic in a room. And so we finished recording. Literally did it on. Um, uh, finished all that and dropped it down on cassette tape. That's <laughs> that's pretty much that's pretty much what what it was back then. So we dropped it on cassette tape. Brought it back um, to Augusta, which were he and I were stationed at. And we went into a teen club down there, and um, uh, one of the weekends, whatever, we played it on. On asked the DJ, "Hey, can you play?" He's like, "Dude, it's a cassette." I'm like, "That's a, shit. That's all we got." <laughs> so, 
So I think the cat name was uh, DJ Kiki. So anyway, he worked it out. And from him mixing his records and he he popped the cassette, started up and it was like, you know, the dance floor stayed, stayed full. So nobody left the floor. So he's like, I'm like, oh, OK. So they, they, they kind of vibe to it. So he played it again. And nice. So we went back there. And, and keep in mind, this is the only recording that was on. We had on, that was the cassette. That was it. Right. So we left, took the cassette, went back that following weekend. He played it again. I think we bought some drinks or something and everything. Whatever. Like, He's going to play it again. He was like, cool. So about time that chorus come back around, that come on, baby, people had started catching it. So I'm like, oh, shit, they up on this. Man, by the third week off of this cassette recording, the kids in that club were actually calling the station asking about this record. And nobody knew what the record was because literally we had no record. Had no record. So we ended up hooking up some cats down there who had some studio stuff and everything. So we ended up revamping the record, cleaned it up. Um, which is the version you hear currently now. And um, we started going around city to city, selling out the back. We were literally those cats selling out the back of the trunk, dropping off uh, boxes of uh, cassettes to different uh, record stores in that area and going back and getting our receipt for them and whatever we sold, we sold and everything. Um, so it started off in Augusta, then it started hitting like little small towns around Augusta and everything. And, and once we got with a major, even prior to the major, Southeast started jumping on a record. And I mean, long story short, ultimately we ended up doing three million off of a record that by by definition, most of the uh, record execs didn't want the record. They were like, oh, it's one of them Southern country records and ain't going to do nothing. Even when we took it to Jack the Rapper, they were like, yeah, it may do good in Georgia and Florida. And, you know, um, when we tried to play New York, they didn't want the record because back then New York kind of controlled the radio. We literally had to um, uh, buy commercial spots on New York radio and play the record as a commercial and tell people where to go get it. And of course, we ended up selling hundreds of thousands out of New York. So it was just, you know, and, you know, at the, my lesson to that, well, and to this point, to this day, I don't let people tell you what a record can and cannot do because they can't tell you that shit. The, the audience or the public or the I consumer will let you know what's going to hit. You know, you yeah. got these execs saying, hey, nah, it's not going to do that. And we sold fucking, what, three three million on that damn record. Yeah. For a record that wasn't supposed to leave Georgia, let them tell. That was the first bass record that jumped out there like that. I even went back to Cali with that thing and did some show with, uh, who was, we was on the show with Pac, Easy, and all that back in the day. Man, I can, I can attest, because, you know, I'm 43 now. But from the age of, I want to say, my early 20s to, to 29, Mm-hmm. dancer, I was still having the DJ play yeah. me all my bass music. Yeah. When you built a certain way, you can't just dance anything. Yeah. You got to have something that the people. It, can it, and it, it's not too many clubs even here today and now in Atlanta that's not going to drop a bass set because I know the tempo is a lot slower now. Everything is trapped and everything or whatever RBs, but there ain't too many clubs that's not going to drop a bass set somewhere in a show. It's just it just is what it is. I just love, I just love, like I said, home shit. Like I'm, I'm so, mm-hmm. I'm so loyal to home. Mm-hmm. The best feeling around is to ride in your car, ride and and play that stuff that take you. Yeah. Where we all know the world we live in now is so crazy. Yeah. For me, when I think about when that music was coming out, I don't know how old I was, but I, when that music was coming out, for me, it was like you used to see the guys in there not afraid to dance, like the yeah, music. yeah, Definitely yeah. It was, it was- 
that era and that time and that music allowed people to dance going for be sociable and everything it was it was just some good fun time you freak Nick. i mean you know for what it was was it was a big social event and but people were loose and they did what they did now everything is you know you can you play the wrong record. You shooting up the club now. It's just it's just a whole different vibe and energy on radio and and, and clubs now. We we literally just had fun back yeah, then. That bass music, we literally just had fun. Yeah, I had us in shape. Like you Man. Go through some weight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo yo BPM running one hundred and sixty, one hundred seventy a minute. You 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 finna shake some. You, you gonna shake some? Don't go. We didn't go to the club cute. We went in some shorts and a t shirt. And you were gonna work. Because <laughs> you was going to work. Yeah. Yes. So what obstacles did you run into? What what obstacles? Um, well, with the Daisy Dukes, because it, it was such, you know, like I say, the obstacles with that rate record was because it was the first one of its kind to kind of do what it did. So we had we just had the barriers like like the New Yorks who didn't want to play the record. Uh, BET didn't want to play the record. Um, the video we shot for Daisy Dukes is one that we actually, we shot that first video ourselves. We shot that first video between Augusta, Atlanta, Macon, uh, where else did we go? Justin Macon, Macon, I think one more city, I can't remember, but that first version was our interpretation of what Daisy Dukes was. So, you know, coming out, that that's how it was, it was ass everywhere in that video. That's what it was, you know, strippers and shakers all the way down, you know, but unfortunately, of course, BET and especially MTV back then, they just weren't playing that type of music. Uh, now, when it, now what happened was, I think it was what is it called, Video Jukebox or something like that? Is that what it was back then? Video the box. So it was called the box. Okay. It was called now. Now the box wore the shit out of our video. We ran that box video <laughs> thing back there. They they played that fucking uncut version religiously and that's where a lot of our um i guess what you want to call our uh our, our culture came from up on underground um because like the uh video wise they weren't playing it now when we did sign with the label they went back and redid a video but of course you know early around that time frame you know artists didn't have a whole lot of control and say so over what was presented you know they fly you in your treatment is already done they got all eight people in place so we actually went back to california with belmark to shoot the video we get there, everything already set up you know these jokers had a bunch of country people in the video and cowboy boots and i, and I, I to this day i hated that goddamn video i ain't gonna lie that but but com but commercially the record the video did what it's supposed to do because it actually elevated us and got us into other markets that normally because of the video we shot, just because that prejudice on, on music and video and interpretation, they just weren't going to play. So, you know, it, it balanced out in the end. Now to this day, when I, even if I search the video, I never show that, that second version. I'm always going to know this is the shit we did. This, this, this is us right here. This, this was our, uh, <laughs> this is what we created, you know? So. Would you, but, would you ever, do another video to it. Say that again. Would you ever do another video to it? To that one? Yeah. To any, um, of, to any of your songs. Because you know now, here's here's the moment in my podcast where they're going to say I get the little petty version. It's a lot of BBLs out there now. You know, it makes me it, a lot it, of it, booties out there. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a, like I said, it's a different culture out there right now. And um, I'm actually, I went to, I had to go do a session for uh, Southern Players. They they work, they're working on some stuff. So they, uh, BJ called me to do, uh, do a feature on one of his records. And um, 
So I finished that Friday. Well, that was yesterday, Friday. And um, so I'm in there with one of the producers. And the whole time, that's what he was hollering. He said, man, we need you, though. We got to do this. We got to do this. We need to do this. And so uh, maybe two years ago, um, um, I actually started a, a, a rock project. So that was the main thing. I, was, I created a live band here out of Atlanta, and we were actually doing real good um, momentum-wise because it was, it was alternative rock, live band, four-piece band. Um, but then COVID hit and just, you know, I was out there with a group called uh, uh, Mother's Finest. I don't know if you ever heard of them, big rock band from back in the day, Mother's Finest. And so the bass player from that band I knew real well through the industry. So when I finished the project, he let me come out and open up their shows. Now, keep in mind, these crowds are probably, you know, 90 percent white, white guys. They just white boys and they'll head banging and shit like that. And so I went out with him a few times and maybe the third or fourth show out. The promoter ran up on me and wanted to book me on three shows on my own separately in other venues uh, in the Atlanta area. And the weekend I was supposed to go do that first show is when they first shut down because of the COVID stuff. So they, so they called and said, hey, man, they shutting us down for a couple of weeks. So we're going to have to postpone the show for maybe two or three. I'm going to say cool, we'll just back up. And then of course, COVID, two years later, you know, it just kind of snatched all the momentum I did have with that band. Um, like I said, the project is out on iTunes. I just hadn't been back with the band uh, performing with it because like with this bass stuff and this digital stuff, you know, I cannot perform for a year and somebody called me for a show. I can stereo track my music, jump, drive, boom, perform with this band shit. You, you just ain't walking up on those stage performing a whole 45, two hour, hour, hour show and you ain't rehearsed. You know, you got timing. You got the guitar got to get together. The drummers got to get on time. The bass player got to be on time. And so it's just it, it's so much to that live band, of course, that I didn't know, which I love it. I'm not going to leave it alone. I just ain't had the the energy or the time to go back and put into that band right now. But okay. definitely want to go back to the band. The band was a whole new new vibe for me. When I was doing music, that's something I always wanted to do. I wanted to, I literally wanted to, uh, like, I don't know, because I like people like Jill Scott. I right. like people like, I wanted right. to do my, my slow RB music in front of a live band. That was like one of the only thing. The only thing I regret, regret I have songs, but I was never blessed to do a music video for none of my songs. Let me say, that band shit is a whole different ziplock. I, I mean, I wouldn't, to be honest, I wouldn't even want to create another project if I couldn't perform with the band right now because of the movement and the, the, the energy of a live band, the way you have played the music with the live band, uh, breaking your music with the live band. It's just the, the whole sound is, is so different versus this uh, these tracks. It's like once once I bit that apple, I was like, yeah, I'm, this 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 is shit I want to do, and it was and it was a whole new vibe. So so the rock stuff I did, um, lyrically it was pretty similar to to the bass stuff because it was all high energy. Everything about it was high energy, so it was all so it, it didn't compromise the way I performed. It didn't compromise the vocals too much. It was just more so I went and got these white boys, not 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 cats who play hip hop. Oh, but I can play rock too. I went and got legit straight these damn guns and roses type dudes with long hair and the ACDC church that play that rock. All I did was I tracked my music to give them the, the, the arrangement. So I digitally created it 
and then allowed them to go back and play and interpret what they hear through instrument. And it just every song I did just worked out perfect. Once they got the arrangement, they heard, okay, this is the break, this is the chord that it just you know, say, are you up there? Are you up there? You 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 head banging with them? All of that. Every last bit of it. It's it's straight head banger shit. I'm telling you, it, it, it's, it's um actually if they go to YouTube, matter of fact, because I did do a video for one of the records called We Gonna Rock. So if they go to um uh YouTube and pull up LA Snow, L period, A period, S and No, that song is called We Gonna Rock. And it kind of gives you a little uh leeway into the type of stuff I was going into because it, that's straight, straight rock with the band and everything. It's called We Gonna Rock. We uh we G-O-N gonna rock. Uh, like LA Snow featuring 720. So L period, A period, S and O, they pull that up, they'll, they'll see that whole video. Uh, it's on Apple, that whole project is on Apple. So it's actually an uh, EP. So five new rock songs are on there under my new project. It's on YouTube? Yep, it's on YouTube. Yeah, yep. Yeah, that is just like that. You the one, you got that, boy, you hit that shit quick, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I try, I try, I try. Quick with it. That's exactly it. They pull that one. Let me see. Yeah. January sixteenth to be three years. I've been at this shit. I'm trying. Man, because that that you shot. Yeah, you surprised me with that when you got out on that. You popped it's that quick. Honestly, because I have so I work from home. So I have my two work monitors over here, and then I have my uh, iMac, my personal. When I first uh, started typing, I started typing on my work. <laughs> on my man. work keyboard, I had to grab this one because I was like, "No, this one I'm gonna <laughs> Man, yeah, you you pop that quick. Yeah, we gonna rock. There it is, just like that. But yeah, so that that YouTube, yeah, so that video is out there right now and stuff. So, so my next question, I guess, would be, what advice would you give someone trying to get into the music industry? Um, make sure you control your project. That's the first thing. The beauty of today's market now is like versus when I entered the game, you know, you had to have these record labels that you had to go through them. You had to have these A&R departments to work your records and get it to places that you physically just couldn't get to with this Internet shit. I, I don't I don't need y'all. By truth, I can if I can get my record jumped off on TikTok or Instagram or whatever and it go. I can control all my shit for the most part. Now you may need help with some marketing and 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 putting other projects, you know, certain little aspects of the game. But as far as you publishing your own music and copywriting your own music, man, do that shit yourself. Before that record come out, man, pub a publishing company, I think it's a hundred dollars, maybe. Well, it was a hundred when I did mine. Maybe it'd still be a hundred dollars. Create that publishing company before you put that record out. Publish your shit. If if anything come back around, they're gonna have to steal it from you. It's but you own your shit. I was a late learner. I registered my music back in 2011 when I started doing music, but not mm -hmm. knowing because it was just, it's always been me. I had people around mm -hmm. me, but right. I never like dug and was like, hey, hey, what's this? What? Right, I right. The BMI, I registered all my work. Yeah. I felt yeah. like I was suited and booted and I was in it. And then it yeah. wasn't until last year I was talking to a friend that was like, yeah, I checked my royalties. I was like, well, let me go check mine. Because it was like, I'm like, my music must not just be doing that because I'm going to register work and I don't see nothing. They got my right bank account number and a friend was like, oh, but do you own your own publishing? Uh, what you mean? I got my music registered. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh. And then that was the only I hit up Cantrell. Cantrell, mm -hmm. Cantrell. Cantrell literally stayed on the phone with me and walked me through how to go and start my uh, yeah. 
it. I got it published by Climax Music right now. Mm-hmm. It's I paid it, and now I'm just like, okay, can I get my money now? But I know I gotta wait. <laughs> yeah, it. yeah, they roll it back every three months or whatever. So like, even like all my stuff now, just on regular. I don't even do nothing for it. Once I register to work, once it start moving around, my my money comes straight to me. You know. Um, when you see your streams, when you see when people, when you see people, it's, especially for a new person like me, because like I said, I'm a conspiracy theorist too. Yeah. So I'm at the point of my life where I do music because I like to sing. I, mm-hmm. I rap because I challenge myself to say I want to know if I can do it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be famous though. And it's just because from what I've read and what I've paid attention to from one era generation to another, in this time of day, I don't want no parts. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a game. It's, a, it's, it's definitely it's, a game. It's crazy. It's de- yeah, it's definitely a game. Um, you know, I'm comfortable with what, 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 what I'm doing right now um, um, on my personal time. So there's I have I have zero needs or have to's when it comes to, oh, I have to put the Oh, I need to really I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable, you know, doing what, what I do now. Um, I've been working a regular gig with Delta now for years and I'm in a position now with like, shit, I think, so, you know, for what they pay out to me. You know, you got cats in the industry ain't making that change, you know. So, exactly. um, you know, you can talk your ass off and, oh, well, I got to do this. No, fuck that. I mean, the reality is, you know, I kind of backed out of the game because I ended up getting cussing my daughters. I'm full time with them. So I couldn't move like I wanted. Backed up, got a gig. But, you know, a lot of these cats, they they so worried about image and what people going to think. And, well, I can't I can't work no regular job because, uh, you know, I'm on Instagram flossing. Man, I'm like, shit. Stop I'm Bought a couple of housing and property and everything since I've been out doing that thing, and 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 it, and it works. So if I can do music, it's a hobby for me. It's I was not- gonna say it changes the dynamic because yeah, I ain't stress on it. People know me. I I'm a business owner. I'm a graphic designer. I got a website. Mm-hmm. I got the podcast. I customize mm-hmm. clothing. I still put music out every now and then, but I'm mm-hmm. not taking a validation. Right. I'm, I'm just making right. sure I plan out the seed so revenue will come in. I right. work for every day. Like, I yeah. literally sit here and work a real live gig, and ain't nobody out there, business owner or not, bringing in what? Mm-hmm. No okay. You got rental, rental, rental properties down here, and you know, that brings in regular. I just, shit, I matter of fact, this market was so good. I sold one of them shit just for the hell of it, just because the market is so good. It is good for the seller. I'm ready to I'm ready to purchase my first home, and I'm, every time I look at the homes, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, you gotta wait. Yeah, it ain't no buyers right now; it's the sellers yeah, right now. You don't you don't buy nothing right now. Yeah, no, it ain't worth it right now. Selling, you gonna come up. Buying, hell no. Shout out to Uncle Head. He said, yeah, please. I see my boy. Yeah, that, that's my cat. I've been fooling with that damn uh, uh, Uncle Head for years, man. Man, that boy go way the shit back, way Shout back. Out to him for making this interview happen. When I tell for you. Sure. Head came on my uh podcast, and ever mm. since we met on my podcast, we have been sister brother. From I mean, he has yeah. been great. He has contacted yeah. me, connect me to all of y'all. I mean, like he's he's, yeah. he's that man. Yeah. So we told him what they okay. What advice you gave to them? Okay, here's one. What is something about you that nobody knows? I don't want to know your skeletons. I'm just saying something that was. A lot of people don't know, you know, why I kind of backed out the industry initially was, like I said, like I just mentioned, you know, I ended up getting cussing my daughters. And I'm talking about like full time. I wasn't in Atlanta 
with, you know, seeing them on the weekends and that type of shit. I'm talking about braiding hair, twisting hair, PTA meetings, fucking, um, you know, teaching. Yeah, uh, they're grown out. My my last daughter just just went to college. Uh, what Wednesday this week? She went up to um, she's in uh, Nebraska right now, and you know that was my girl. You know, I'm talking about that's what it was. I'm you know I'm at you know going to school bus meetings and PJs and driving field trips and all that. That's what it ended up turn turning into for me for for years. Um, so I just kind of backed up and just raised them. So you know, I, I legit had wasn't like I said wasn't. No situation where, you know, I see a lot of cats talking about, yeah, I got my kids. I'm doing no, no, nigga. I'm talking about 24-7, you going doctor visits. You having to skip work to go take them to this and dental visits and all that shit. I didn't, I, I had, and I don't have family in Atlanta. So the people who knew me knew, you know, I had people around me that I had a circle with that helped me with a lot of stuff. But, you know, my shit, a lot of people just, you know, the, the people who know me, knew me. Then they knew that side of it, but like industry wise, people were like, "Oh, he just kind of, kind of backed up." No, I'm, I'm right here. I'm right here, braiding hair every morning, going to school and shit. You know, it was that. That was my. That was my. My sister. A lot of people just don't really know that side. You I know? commend you for that. I commend you yeah. for that with the highest because I'm a single yeah. parent. Yeah, so you know that shit ain't. You know. It gets crazy. Not even my daughter's fourteen; she'll be fifteen New Year's Eve. And it's, mm-hmm. I love the new age parenting I have with her because mm-hmm. I, don't have to, I don't have to tiptoe. I just tell my daughter straight out. I'm like, look, I'm learning this shit right along with you. You and you, the only yeah. child I got. Like, so yeah, yeah. you can go through stuff. I may, I may give you, tell you something, and it may, it may turn out to be wrong. The point mm-hmm. is, I'm learning. We teaching each other, right? And with her being my only child, you made me think when you were just telling me yours just went to college. My baby finna start high school. In yeah. My separation yeah. anxiety sucks. Yeah. She was homeschooled for seven and eight. So when she yeah. leaves here that morning and go, when I take her to school, I don't know. It's going to take me about a month to heal because I really don't, I don't want to share her with the world. I really don't want to share her with the yeah, world. Yeah, it, 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 it's rough. Mine's left and I, I you know, I, you know, I ain't going to lie. It just, I, you know, Denzel from that movie, Glory, had that little glory tear. Yeah, she <laughs> broke me, boy. I'm like, you know, because that's, that's, that's just what it's been for the last 20 years. Just me and her ride, you know. People That's get it wrong. Because they be like, oh, you don't want to send her out there. She going to be all right. She, it ain't about her doing I know she going to do good. I'm just saying, yeah. I don't want to share her with this fucked up ass world we live in right yeah, now. Yeah, because it, it's bad, boy. Yeah, I don't want to share her. She asked me. She was like, yeah. no, you think it's going to be okay? You don't think I'm going to have an active scooter? In my-? I didn't want to hear that. And it's really messed up that you have to ask me that. Those are things that they, yeah. How do you tell a child, I can guarantee you're going to be okay when you leave the house and go to school when I don't have no guarantee? And it ain't none. That's the thing. And you just had to kind of trust trust what you did with them um, and everything I instilled in her. You know, my, my girl, you know, I, like, come on, I, I didn't have a lot of the problems that a lot of these little girls be having and stuff with these, because a lot of them just missed their daddies. And I was father to her. And probably about four or five of her little friends, and two of them to this day still call me daddy, you know, and will argue you down if you say some other shit that I'm not their dad, you know, just because that's the relationship we built. A couple of them, one of them had since the fourth grade, she's been with me, and to this day, tell that child she not legally mine. She that thing, they they that's don't play. So yeah, yeah. I'm so that plays a great role. Mm-hmm. She's the only granddaughter, so like she got yeah. shot and wrapped anyway. Spoiled, so, then. 
Yes. I you I'm the I was the daddy's girl though. That was my mm. place at first. I used to go in there and bat my eyes and he'd be like, okay, which card you want? And right before I get mine, she come on, Papa. He done snatched my eyes back. Hold on, let me see what Princess wants. Wait a minute. Can you wait till I get mine first? And then we gotta we gotta organize this a little bit better. Let me get mine. Then you come around and get yours and we can go shop right. together. You can't yeah. you can't take yeah. mine. But now mm. it just goes to the point where now I gotta get ready to do driving lessons and yeah there and I told my yeah. name you taught me yeah. I, I, I did every last little bit of it but those yeah. inactive fathers they gonna miss out the inactive fathers don't realize how much they gonna miss out because kids yeah, remember- yeah. well it's, it's a thing where it's out of sight out of mind for most of them cats it they, they they're so disconnected that 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 legit I get it Trust me, I get it because, like, with my daughter, her mom is is just the opposite of what these dudes are. She was the dude in it where you just disconnected. You're supposed to pick her up this weekend. Oh, I got something that came up. You're supposed to do X, Y, Z, help pay for this. Oh, I ain't got it. So, you know, I, I get it from, from both ends. You know, I, I, I see how that – and there's just such a disconnect. Them Negroes around there don't see their kids. They, don't, they ain't missing shit because they ain't doing shit. They, they don't have that connection. You know, mother, at least she bonds from birth. Fathers, we don't bond from that time that, that we spend with them and raise and grow for them. After these Negroes, they pop the baby and don't see that Negro, but every three, four years and shit, that you ain't connected like that. It's definitely deadbeat moms and dads out yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was an yeah. advocate for mine by keeping the door open. I just recently stepped back because I uh-huh. asked her on her 13th or 14th birthday, instead of a call, you shot her a text message for happy birthday. Yeah, now, just disconnected. I'm protective. So for me, that was a that was a that yeah. was a big message for me. But I ain't show her my overreaction. I right. asked her for Father's Day this year. I was like, hey, you wanna, you know, call your people? You wanna, you know. She was like, nope. nope. I said, nope. okay. I, and, I, and I'm tiptoeing, but I was like, okay, so can I ask why? She was like, because honestly, mama, respectfully, I feel like he don't want to talk to me. Every time I call him, he don't answer the phone. Every there time he call me, he don't call me back. I said, okay, well, I tell you this, as of this day. I will no longer press the issue. I will no I'm longer. I'm done. Because yeah. you're going to be 15. Now yeah. is your choice. To, I, I yeah, whether you want to deal or not. I'm not yeah, going to force anybody to do something they don't want to do. And I don't want her to feel like you got to call him. Cause that's yeah. You got to know. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. I mean, that's how my daughter is now. I said, you, you free with whatever you want to do with her. It's like, you know, you know it's bad when they call their mama their first name. You know, so you know there's a disconnect, and I always, you know, I used to always tell her, "Hey, don't you shouldn't do that." You should. Yeah, he was scratching at the door. So, um, and I and I tell, her, I say it's, it's totally up to you if you want to, and just, but I, you know, I, I try to say, "Hey, respect mom, do this and that." But you know, she grown now. You screwed that up. I had shit to do with that. Never kept your way. Never told you gonna come through. You jacked that. So you figure that you fix that shit. I would be different because I think. When you did call at 10 or 11, you was like, hey, dead, dead, baby. My baby looking at the phone like. <laughs> right. They missed that time. And now you're trying to go back and recreate some baby shit. No, they they passed it. You missed that stage. Yeah. Right. And yeah. she said something and she was like, yeah. He was like, no, yes, sir. I was like, oh, let me step in real quick. You yeah. Demand no, that you've not earned that. Yeah. You've not earned that. Well, no, you like that. You can't just come in. Yeah. She's very mannerable to strangers and people she don't right. know. But right. for you, I think it's an infliction there. So yeah. not only am I not going to do it, but I'm going to be rebellious and, and not do it because yeah. I know my mother's there beside me. It's, 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 
it's an earned thing. So you don't earn it, you don't get it. I'm not giving you this shit. You got to earn it. So exactly. unfortunately, once that time is done, it's done. I, I get, you know, you can repair some shit and y'all can be cool later on in life. But but that portion is done. You can't, it ain't no coming back for that. Yeah, you so it is what it is. So what did you, what did you take from, was it 2019 when it first hit? I'll say the, yeah, the era when the pandemic happened. What did you take from there or leave over there when you came to 2022? What lessons were learned? Uh, I mean, believe I didn't, I mean, I honestly can't say I, I picked up anything new. My, my habits and, and what I do on a day to day were pretty much, you know, across the board so i can't say that the pandemic shut me i mean i may have stocked up on a few extra things here and there but but that was it um even with like i said i've been with delta so long they um uh we worked to reduce hours but we were still considered essential so i never lost money never lost you know job we were down they instead of a full week we were down to 30 um but with the change i was making you know that's the time that's me good you know yeah, I was good. So, you know, and, and, and um, like I said, they take care of we're well. So, you know, I, I can't, I can't, I don't have the stories like a lot of these cats have um, in, the, in the music industry where they, they go, they still going through this or still going through that. I don't have that story. You know, I, I can't honestly say and complain about the direction my life has gone. You know, I, I don't have that sob story. So I didn't have the sob story coming into music. And a lot of people like to come in. Yeah, my mom was on this. And no, I didn't shit. Man, I didn't have that shit. You know, I came from a from a, from a, a pretty decent family. Um, I I didn't have that story. You know, I grew up in Compton. You know, I wasn't no banger like that. But, you know, I we dealt with a whole lot out there. But yeah. because of my foundation with my grandparents and shit like that, nigga, ain't, ain't none of that shit coming out here. My grandparents, they was the gangster shit. You know, so, you know, my folks, they, they was on that. So, you know, they, they, they kept us up out of a whole lot. And my granddaddy just, you know, that's what I was legally named after. And, uh, you know, they just put so much in me that it didn't matter what I hit off in the streets. I knew how to either cater it back, home it down, reel it back in. You weren't finna catch me slipping like that, you know? So I w- I'm, I don't have a, a story to tell where it comes on this 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 rags to riches or heartaches. There are a lot of these niggas out here tapping stories just to make it sound good for yourself. And man, y'all probably middle class, and you around here talking about yeah, you know every song. You know my my parents wasn't basically say my parents wasn't shit. You know I came from nothing. Really, all you niggas came from nothing. And that's why I said this new era in this yeah everything it's just you know they have to have that story for validation whatever and unfortunately i i i don't validate shit you know i was raising my daughter's pimp so you know i get it i tell everybody i hate for everybody who lost someone or had a tragedy during that time i can honestly say whoo it boosted everything with me up being a a, having a business that was registered with the state of california you already know business Mm -hmm. don't up and I was mm-hmm. I actually say it was legal blessings. Mm-hmm. All the came along and all that. I didn't even realize I was in that market because I've had my best my business registered since 2015. Mm-hmm. I had saying, "Oh, you should." I'm like, I, I don't trust y'all. I ain't gonna let y'all do no numbers with me. Y'all can go on. I don't know what y'all doing. But yeah, when, yeah. when the SBA contact you directly through email and say, "Hey, Climax Designs, we just want to let you know that you're eligible." Oh, okay, run it. Yeah, let me get there. Yeah, let me get that up out you real quick. Right. 
I was able to take a year off of work by paying my rent up for a whole year and mm -hmm. building my, just planting the seeds for my business. Mm -hmm. I, I can't go without that for show money. I tried. I was having withdrawals the whole yeah. time. Man, the whole time I was out of work, I was yeah. like, know what I'm supposed to be doing building this company every day, but yes. But you never mess your for show money for some more money. Direct deposits. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> I was. So like I said, I was I I was able to maintain the whole while. So I never it just never fell off. My daughters never felt it from from that perspective. I you know, they never, you know, we weren't lacking with food in the house. My we outside of being restricted where we could go, shit. We now did here, it. Here's how I look at that. I've been in California nine years. I mm -hmm. have I have one close friend up here that I actually interact with and do things with. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I'm a, house, I'm a homebody. I used to tell mm -hmm. people I was mad because I was already, my life was already quarantined. Mm -hmm. And I'm a, I'm a loner, but when they made the rest of the world quarantine, I felt like I needed to be rebellious because I don't want to do something like everybody else do it. I was, like, I was in the house. Not all y'all coming in the house. Yeah. So grocery store or go and try to find something to do just because mm -hmm. everybody was in the house. Yeah. But I was in the yeah. grocery store. People fighting over toilet paper. They fighting right. over kids. And I'm looking at it and I'm going to the liquor section. And I'm grabbing bottles <laughs> of wine and alcohol. And the lady was like, you don't want no tissue? I was like, lady, I stock up on tissue on the regular. That's, that's regular. Right, shopping. right. Once the media creates that narrative, these cats going to go out. Once they say, hey, don't hoard the toilet paper. We won't have enough. Instantly they're gonna Somebody go home. Don't hoard the gas, they're gonna instigate. So yeah. I'm like, y'all buying that. I'm gonna yeah. have a protein at home. I need yeah. bottles over yeah. here. I need yeah. to have to deal with the fact that we even had kids at home finna eat us out of house at home. They finna mm -hmm. have stomach stomachs, but they never said the side effects had anything to do with tissue. And I mm -hmm. still they didn't get why everybody was buying out tissue. Right. It was, it was a great marketing scheme. It was a great marketing scheme. And they made yeah. the money. They yeah, absolutely. So what do yeah. you have going on right now? Uh, like I say, um, I'm just doing these couple of features here and there. I may go back in the studio and work on some of this new base base stuff. But uh, for right now, I'm just chilling. I, I do have another rock project I'm working on with one of the uh, producers up in North Georgia. So we actually already finished the one record, but I didn't uh, too much care for the, the guitar in this particular rock record. So it's actually a remake of the uh old southern southern group uh back in the day marshall tucker band can't you see mm. um used to be popular like i say this song when you listen to it, it you know this is like you know it's 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 you know it's like southern not even southern soul it's just a down south kind of you know with damn piccolos in it and shit you know but uh and the only reason i caught the record because i was on pandora and i think i had aaron neville station playing and uh, so you know how they they algorithm bunch of records within that, and so it popped up and it just caught me. I'm like, damn, I like this record. So I researched, pulled it up, I'm looking at these cowboys, these hats, and all this shit on, and uh, piccolo, and I'm like, damn, I want to remake that record. Even the band, when I told them about it, they were like, man, I'm not gonna do no country music. So I'm saying we're not gonna do no country record. We're gonna rock this shit out. And uh, I sent them the changes digitally, how I saw it. Then they was like, oh, okay, got you. Put them boys in the studio, ran through it. So the guitars just weren't heavy enough when we originally did it. So that's really the main part that we're going back to redo. 
So I'll, I'll keep my hands in it, but it's not like I'm on nobody's time frame. If I can jump it, I can jump it. If not, I mean, I, I'm not stressing over it. I ain't hurting for nothing. So, Right. You live your so life. I can, can do it on my time. Where can they find you at on social media? Uh, hit, me on, hit me on Instagram and uh, Twitter at L.A. Snow. I am L.A. Snow. Uh, Snow Brown. You can catch me on all of that. Uh, L. Period A. Period S.N.O. Uh, TikTok. Snow Brown, I believe that one is. Um, so it's either under L.A. Snow or Snow Brown. Either one of those. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, IG, all that good stuff. Um, they can catch me on YouTube. I am L.A. Snow. Um, they can listen to the new bass rock and, of course, Catch my classics. What's up? What's up? Uh, my baby daddy, raise the roof. You know, George bounce. All that shit is there for you. So, I told you there's a segment on my podcast. I gotta grab my cards, y'all. Mm-hmm. Called the hot seat. Okay. Now, I ain't had nobody run from the hot seat yet. No, I'm just saying. Okay, I'm here. While I'm shuffling. Like I told you but on the little pre-show before we went live, I when I moved to LA, the only thing I wanted to hear was hear somebody talk like Snoop Dogg and Ice Cube. <laughs> <laughs> that West Coast vernacular. <laughs> I was walking up to everybody and getting mad. And let me also say this, because I'm in Apple Valley, which is like Illinois Empire. Mm-hmm. I can honestly say. It ain't a lot of me's out here. Right, right, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> already made it kind of hard for me to actually find somebody to say it. Mm-hmm. So they used to make fun of me because when I worked at Best Buy, they'll come in the store and I'm like, hey, welcome to Best Buy. You need a buggy? Right. So is she country? <laughs> and they, they look like, but you done took the happiness. Look, the cart, the thing over there. Yeah. Let's go. You done killed the little happiness I had yeah. for you. You yeah. know what that buggy is, damn it. <laughs> oh, you're from Georgia. Have a piggly wiggly, so I'm gonna need you to give me some good Cali slang up here. Give me one <laughs> good phrase that what? will tone the California. Yeah. One fool be smart, nigga. Get in a car. <laughs> Five dollars, Buster. Buster, <laughs> that's it. That damn Buster. I'm like, who made them so mad? They came up. Oh, Marcus Buster. He's so, old so Mark S. Buster. $5, Buster. You glad them niggas mad at me. <laughs> what? Two, three. Oh, shit. I got the six cards. Let's see what we got here. All right. It's first in his relationship debate. Mm. A woman is caught cheating and says her significant other should forgive her because he's cheated before. He refuses and reason that it's worse when women cheat. Does he have a point? Uh, I think that's from a uh, from a man ego perspective. Men have always had, you know, and you know, historically, many women they can, you know, take care of in a lot of answers. I think Western culture has taught us, you know, you know, one man, one woman, and it just don't always work like that. You can see a woman be be totally content with one dude, you know, whoever that dude is. And she could be the coldest, finest piece of work out there. And this nigga still, he'll go get that little that little hook right off of off of Crenshaw and knock it down. Don't mean shit to him. It's just the okay. nature of what some of that shit is. Um, 
You know, it ain't to me. It ain't a tit for tat. If I do what you gonna do, it that don't make it no more. Less, no, but I think we just in a coach now where we we view it a little bit different. You know, and that's a you know one on one. I've cheated. I've had women cheat. Is you know whether you go back, you got to figure out if you're gonna go back. You got to go back clean slate. You can't keep bringing that shit up from yesterday. Okay, I did this shit two weeks. Now I did now. Now you tripping? No, let the don't keep bringing up old shit. If old shit keep coming back around, then what's the point? We ain't gonna never get clean. I'm gonna toot my own damn horn. First of all, I'm a Pisces. Second of all, I've never mm-hmm. cheated a day in my life. I can mm-hmm. I can attest that I ain't never cheated. But mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought up something when you said you can have the baddest shit in the world and some men still gonna cheat. Yeah. They don't mean nothing. So here I got two questions off of that one statement. One, when they cheat, why do they downgrade? Because it don't never be nobody. Because it don't mean shit. They're downgrade because it's, it's it's just a hit. It's a piece of ass for them. They not when when you cheating on somebody, it, it ain't got nothing to do with trying to catch the bad bitch. It's it's the quick one. It's the easy one. The one that ain't gonna give you less headache. We don't give about all that extra shit. I'm not trying to be with you like that. But I, I ain't trying to be with you. Both times I, you nothing. You nothing with the one you in a relationship with, and you nothing mm-hmm. with the one you cheat with. So why mm-hmm. not just fuck the one you with? Variety. So y'all greedy. Me as me and y'all just greedy. Ain't, ain't that it? <laughs> well, it motherfuckers is greedy like that. Men will men will will straight run out and cheat on them all and has nothing to do with nothing. It ain't nothing she did at home. Nothing she could do more. Nothing she could do less. If that nigga going, he going. But that's why I tell women. There's nothing you can do to make a man act right until he's ready to act no, right. Until he's ready to do right. You can't force a nigga to do nothing. I don't care how good you think your ass is, how cute you are in the face, any of that shit. If that nigga ain't trying to get right with you, you can't you, you yeah, can't force it. it. If he going, he going. Look, this one walking out the room, look, turn her head, man, she mad. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it from a man. I get the test though, because I'm cool with I'm cool with all my exes except for the donor. And I mm-hmm. asked my ex is like, you know, what happened? They're like, okay, no, because see, you was on some faithful shit and you was too good and I wasn't ready. Okay, I can accept that. I just be want to know so I can fix me if it was a flaw that I got. I'm mm. working with my eyes. But for mm. you to tell me, oh, you just want ready, then why you bother me? <laughs> time right. is money. Like, you can't just be wasting nobody's time. Yeah. Me I yeah. mean, but, but we do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're See, I shuffle these cards, y'all. These are random cards. That's why I stopped me and sit it. Because I promise y'all, all I do is shuffle the cards. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is the climax, though. Your partner wants to have anal sex tonight. What's the first thought that comes to mind? Yeah, I, I, you know, I ain't, I ain't, I'd be honest, you know, my, my, you know, I've done it long while ago. That just ain't no kick for me, though. So I'm trying to figure out, hey, hey, yeah, somebody else done broke you in or some shit, you know? Um, it just in reality that wouldn't that's not just like like a major thing for me. Um, you know. You know, and, and depending on who I'm with now, if it's just some whoop out this little trick I don't give a shit about it, maybe. I mean, but if if I got a half a DC for you, some feelings for you like that, that's probably not no shit I'm gonna try with you. you just, just, and that's just cause you know, that ain't it ain't my thing. I know some cats get off and that's their thing, but I'm like I tell people if I ever get into a relationship and that's something you want, you get a you got a pass. That is a free pass. That will always be a free pass for you to go cheat. 
You can mm-hmm. go. Oh, that. <laughs> they gonna run that. Whoa. I can't never help you. I watch the porn yeah. with you. Yeah. <laughs> I just watch it. Yeah. You have fun. You good? Okay, let's go yeah. do the basic shit because I, I can't. Yeah. This yeah. is not porn. my science. So. This booty is cornbread fed. F- it ain't. That <laughs> 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 is it. No, sir. What's the, what does it take to make you climax? Who, me? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm easy. I'm, you know, I'm I'm from I'm a I'm a front from the back cat. You know, I can go from the front, but you know, if I'm ready to go ahead and and, and knock it off, you know, we can do all that other shit, ride and and turning and twisting and standing and sitting. When I'm ready, let me go and turn it over real quick. It works that's, every time, ladies. That's, that's that's my spot there. That's my spot. I can wake up to four o'clock in the morning, roll up in it like that. Just, hey, 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 splash, splash, yeah. <laughs> Get in and get out. <laughs> oh um, I, I, I stay ready for that that move. <laughs> oh, this is a two part one, but it's kind of well, it's not a two part. It's a reversal too. Because for mm-hmm. the ladies that's a what that are watching, which for the what? This is a two a, to two different people. For the ladies uh-huh. that's watching, the question is: Would you ever propose to a man? For the men, it is: Would you ever accept the proposal from a woman? Nah, because for me, you got to understand, like say I told you earlier, you know, I, I was I pulled up by my granddad, and that's probably the greatest man on earth. And like I say, value-wise, he just put a lot of shit in me. There's no way I'm going to ever let a female get on one knee and propose to me. That's just not that's just not the order for me. You know, so some cats, if they cool with it, knock yourself out. I wouldn't even look at you the same. You bow down to me and, you know, uh, uh, can you marry me? Bitches, you begging? I mean, what, what, what are we doing here? That you know, so I, I I just just believe in order when it comes to relationships and shit like that. You know, my granddad always said the man, you know, buy a house and the woman make it a home. You know, everybody got their role to play. So, yeah, you're not gonna come. Yeah, I feel like I somebody do that, y'all gonna be like, if you say yes, it's almost like yeah, she, she gonna be punk, she gonna be punk him the rest of the relationship. This nigga around here washing dishes and shit. She out there, you know, with with the Mopar. She out there with the Hellcat. This nigga, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Look at here doing dishes. I tell y'all, you know, basically pumped them. How you gonna buy down a little? You know, you got that. You know, and then she a fool too. Why would you? Why would you? Why would you have to ask a nigga to marry you? Where, where you at in that frame? She probably got some daddy issues. She been raped. So I don't know. He been. He been. He take it too long, so you just gonna ask him? Yeah, we not gonna do that. I mean, he ain't ready. My thing yeah. as bad as my knees is now. There's only one reason I'm gonna get down on him, and it's not gonna put a ring. <laughs> right, right, absolutely. And and I and I let you recover from that one, but as far as the, yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even feel comfortable accepting no shit like that. Not, not me as the man. I mean, I'm no, nah, we're not gonna do that. This day and age, we ain't even getting on the floor to give y'all head. We in the bed, mm-hmm. like you ain't even know yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like the, 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 the standards of society and the bar is so low. It's just like, you know, we're dealing with, with bad bitches and hood niggas. That's, everybody's either a bad bitch or a hood nigga. It's like, everybody? I, everybody is, I want everybody to stop looking like them, them fire ants. I just want yeah, to the same. <laughs> this bar is on the ground. Come over here where the BBW is at, with our little dimples and our little rolls. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to have these men was men was real men were raised up had to even play with Barbie dolls. So now yeah. you got a world full of Barbie dolls walking around. Right. 
pygmy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, damn that. These dudes softer than the women nowadays. <laughs> a man is dating two women. He lies to one about this and is truthful with the other. Which relationship does he value more? Mm, that's kind of, I don't know. That's kind of a a tricky one. Um, cause a lot of people say, I'm, I'm lying to you because I love you. I don't want you to be hurt. But then the one he telling the truth to is like, hey, and you know everything, so you know I care about you. It's just a it's just a play on play in that situation to me. Because uh, <laughs> like I say, it's, it's a balance on it. Because you're going to lie to the one you say because you want her to know everything, but then you don't want to hurt the other one, so you're lying up. You know, I, told you, it, I can accept the I can accept the truth over lying. Yeah, you know, yeah. Go ahead and tell me what it is. Yeah. At least then, you allow the, the person that you're telling the truth to. They can make a a, a sound decision on well, okay, I'm keep fucking with you. I ain't. Yeah, and, I don't, and, I don't and, a, and, a, and in a lot of these cases, they gonna keep fucking with you anyway. The more honest you are, the more respect you right. have. If the game like that, I'm gonna put it on the table right there. If you're going, you're going. Have you choose to go? Y'all got to be slick too, though. Y'all, huh? y'all, y'all be slick. Y'all a dick a chick down. Y'all a dick a down. Y'all beat the beat the beat the brakes off of her. And then be like, okay, you know what? I want to be. Then un- you gonna tell me after all that? After that. You gonna yeah. just go walk away? Oh, right. <laughs> no one she coming back. A man I'm talking about, I'm talking about choke, choking them out and everything, all of that shit. I'm mad at that bullshit you did. Right. But I guess we can work it out. We're going to figure something out. Well, I, yeah, well, I don't want to hear that other shit, so. Here's the <laughs> last one. The last one is, how important is great sex to a relationship? Uh, very, because, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, if you ain't enjoying, and and, and I get it, I don't I don't think it's a, um, I don't think it's the, the end to all in a lot of it, because at the end of the day, I don't care how good the ass is, it ain't, if you ain't compatible with a motherfucker, you know, that joke can have some, she can have some ass with, with, with sparklers and shit shooting out of it. And if y'all can't, if y'all can't just basically, you know, have fun on daily shit and be, you know, it, it, that's the rarity in relationship where you, you have such a balance with a person. It don't matter what the fuck y'all doing. If y'all sit there and, and chop it up for hours on the phone at a time, those those little little differences that, that you just don't care. So I've been with some cold women in my day and just the vibe just be fucking off. And then they're like, damn, you stop fucking with her? Yeah. Because <laughs> it didn't matter. The vibe was off then. And I've had people um, who who I got conversation with sitting on the phone. And I'm like, fuck, I'm still doing it on the phone. Hour don't went by, you know, because it's effortless. You know, and that's to you. And people say, "Oh, we got to work on relationships every day." That shit should be easy. The relationship should be easy to me. Everybody got shit they got to do. Power, we got to figure this and figure that. But should be, I shouldn't have to struggle to be in a relationship with you. That's yeah, I better listen. That's to bullshit. Y'all that's bullshit to me. If I got if I got to argue and fight with this chick every day about little shit, I'm not gonna do that. I'm I'm too at peace with mine. My daughter, my daughter was 19 years old before she ever saw a bra spend a night in my house. 19 years old. I never had them chicks like that. Now, now, before she got to the age where she was standing up past me, you know, any chick I was feeling, they knew they knew my rule. I had I had a rule. You can't get in until after 10. And I would text them 10 on one. They knew that was cold. She sleep. Come on through. But 
My daughter never saw chicks wake up in my house. They never saw them go to bed with me. She was 19 before she caught one of them. As it 19 as it years old. It's just, some shit, it's just some shit I didn't do. So There's no um, door here. My daughter don't yeah, no, no. So compatibility, so, so like I say, anyway, compatibility, that's that's the thing to me. If you can't just chop it up with them like that and just be like partners on shit, then, you know, I don't care how good the ass is. It ain't gonna matter. You can be the finest, some best ass in the world. You, you hit it and it start whistling. That shit ain't gonna matter. Ain't gonna fucking matter. <laughs> yeah, you jump off in that, you jump off in it. <laughs> It ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna matter. Now, I heard him saying, like, no. Now, y'all know I'm paying his head because I've been single for too long. Not all of these guys got to be good. You got to come with that, too. Whistling. Got to be whistling. So he said, he said, the ass got to be whistling. The tool got the whistle, too. We got to make a whistle. All that. He got to make a song. And don't you know old school shit. I don't think that shit don't even fly no more. That mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can make it jump. Ooh, that shit is so boring and lame now. Mm-hmm. Ain't, nothing, ain't, ain't, nothing, ain't nothing better than a good choke out. That's all I'm saying. Ain't nothing better than a good choke out. <laughs> Don't be afraid to choke. Choke them out. That's what the application is with me. Make sure you put it. Don't be afraid to choke. You, you, you want to catch them right before the point of blackout. As soon as them eyes come in, you, you let them go and they snap right back. It's proven. It's a fact. It's a fact. Tell y'all. See, I had, a, I had a person I was talking to try to get to know, and I asked, I use these same cards, and I asked that question. And the question asked, if your partner asked you to choke them with you during sex, that motherfucker got yeah, he, I would never do that to you. Shit, you don't even know. I don't even want to talk to you. Know choke the, the shit out of them. <laughs> it's just a little fun. Stop being so damn Look, good forearm right in the throat, just right, right, right there. Just, just, just want to lean in it. I was still on hand, man. Look, don't listen to Soda. Put y'all got that shoulder on my dick. <laughs> he he didn't want to lean on it just a little bit. <laughs> no, no, abort, abort, abort. <laughs> abort. Just let me get that ain't what I'm talking about. I'm talking, I'm talking about some pre-Ike Turner type shit. I'm talking about what good? <laughs> <laughs> right, my fat ass Nick. I was talking about what little. Don't listen to Snow, y'all. Y'all come back and watch this shit. No. Hold up. Matter of fact, where my thing is? No. <laughs> I was talking about the elbow, not the elbow. No. no. But no, I definitely enjoyed you today. I definitely appreciate right. the time out. Um, I know it's a ways away, but I will be contacting you again because every time I have a year celebration, I always try to invite the guests back. Definitely. It's in January, January 16th to be exact, so I'll be hitting you back up to get all y'all back on screen. I done had the same number for damn near 25 30. That cell phone ain't going to change. I'm, it's going to be there when you call me in January. Lock it. And don't y'all be hitting me up trying to get his phone number because I'm <laughs> Tell him come on. <laughs> get him up on Facebook. You won't give it out. <laughs> but no, thank you for the day. And you have a great day. Enjoy your family. All right, y'all. Appreciate you having me. Thank you. All right.
I enjoy everybody today. Let's ride it out. You know how we ride it out, because it's your girl, Climax. Yes, you know who the hell it is. It's your girl, Miss Climax. Yes, baby. The best podcast out there. Streaming on all platforms. What's your body world? Come catch this vibe. Welcome to the Climax Zone. Welcome to the Climax Zone. Welcome to the Welcome to the Climax Zone. 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 Come check this podcast out. It's unfiltered. It's unscripted. Come catch this vibe.